That's Frank Burkett and Cara Philby at home in West Yorkshire in the north of England. Frank and Cara will be returning to New Zealand in January to tour the country with a reunited Frank Burkett band and a special duo show at the Auckland Folk Festival. Here's Frank to tell us more. Spread your love around. Yeah, so we, we um, from when we left New Zealand, we moved to Manchester and um, got out of Manchester pretty swift because we don't like cities much. So we, we found the, the lovely hills of West Yorkshire were much more appealing and cheaper, which is important in this day and age. So, um, yep. um, yeah, we, we moved up here. So about, about um, we've been in Tomlin for a year, but yeah, back over this side of the world for about, about God, it's nearly four years actually now. Just, yep. just, yeah. lost, just under the yeah. And was that the original plan or did that was this because of COVID and whatever? Yeah, so, so the original plan was to move back here, but we did it obviously just before COVID. Yep. Um, COVID changed everything um, in terms of, um, so the plan was to be based here, but continue to tour a lot. Yep. Um, back, over, back over there in Australia. The UK again, we had all this all lined up and it all got obviously wiped clean. But I almost, even that almost feels like old news now. There's been so much since then. But yeah, that was the plan. But we've, we've sort of um, reassessed a bit, slowed it down a bit. And um, we recorded our album, the, the Silver Eye album, which is what we're going to finally perform live with the band on this tour. We recorded that in the house over lockdown, which was a great thing to do. So it's the first time we'd ever done that in the home. So that right. was really nice to do. You enjoyed their process? Yeah, it was great. It was lovely. I had to learn a lot. Um, I, I threw, it's a fifth album I've recorded. And I think through doing the previous four, I'd learned enough that I was able to record this one in, in on my own in, in the house. Lots of YouTube and lots of, Troubleshooting, lots of learning right. about what compression, what compression really is, and things like that. But yep. didn't get too far down the the technical rabbit holes, and just um, it was just lovely to. A lot of the songs were new; we'd written them at the time, or just after, or just you know, just after I'd finished all the touring and stuff. And so it was lots of new songs, and the freedom to kind of create them in the house on our own. And then we got lots of parts sent to us remotely. Um, from from musical pals in New Zealand and things. So it was a, a long process, not one that you you want to normally wrap up an album in sort of three or four weeks, but this yeah. was about a nine month process. Oh boy, it was a longer <laughs> process than I'd have liked. But um, but but yeah, I think um, really chuffed with how it all came out. So it was nice. Yeah. Very good. Did you have all the songs written and ready to go? It was just a matter of figuring out how to get it all down. Pretty much, yeah. Um, I, there was one or two um, that um, we probably actually wrote as we were making the album, which again right. is something I would never recommend or, or, or like something that was unusual. Um, but that's what having all that time and doing it in the house allows you, you know, to, to, to kind of. Um, so some of them were sort of written and then arranged and all recorded all almost all in one symbiotic process, which was quite interesting. But yeah, uh, the majority of them were there and um, and ready to go. And it was just a case of sending them to um, sort of the band here in Wellington, you know, and based yep. over in New Zealand and getting them their parts and send them back, which was the tricky part because when if you know they play they do a take in the studio, you can just go to do it again. But yep. when they send you it back in 
digitally and then you have to email them back saying, can you do it again in another couple of weeks and yada yada. So it's all a bit of a fragmented process. Yes, indeed. Uh, well, you've got to adjust and adapt. <laughs> uh, man. So what, what, what's the plan? What, what, what's your process once you land in New Zealand when you're getting ready for this tour? What are you going to do? How's it going to work? So we land on uh, the uh, 10th of January, I think, and our first gig's on the 13th. So it's not, not ah. too much time to get over the jet lag. Right. Kick off, um, kick off with three gigs with a seven-piece band. Holy moly. We rehearsed, we rehearsed for a couple of days in Wellington and then just get straight to it. Um, so we've got um, uh, the, the, the same lineup apart from James, our bass player, is, is now actually, does, would you believe, living over here. He lives in Glasgow <laughs> at the moment and he's not making the journey over, but we've got a, um, Robert Henderson filling in for him. But other right. than that, it's the same band we would have played with sort of four years ago, five years ago. And... Um, we do the Globe Theatre in Palmerston North, Fourth Wall in New Plymouth, and then um, Kakalamea Hall, if we're going to sound lucky. Those first three gigs that first weekend will be with the seven-piece band. And then Cara and myself, just as a duo, which is a bit more in keeping with the, the album that we're sort of going to be singing and performing, uh, we do the lovely small Paul's sessions in the Hawke's Bay. Yep. Lovely Jamie McPhail's doing so well for the last couple of years. And um, or longer, however long he's been doing them, wonderful but what he's been doing them. And um, Auckland Folk Festival will be there for the 50th right. one of those, uh, which will be really exciting. And um, and then we sort of we end the tour in Northland in, in the Turner Centre up in Kerry Kerry, um, but we do a big gig in Wellington in San Fran on the 10th of February, which is another you know the, the sort of end of the, the four or five weeks that we're touring again with the seven piece band to try and. Um, uh, which will be really lovely too. So, yeah, lots of stuff planned, and um, I just can't wait to get back to um, just just to to play music with all our old pals really, and um, and see so many old pals, and hopefully the people will buy tickets also. We can see <laughs> familiar audiences right. also, but yeah, very excited. It's going to be really great. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So, so what for having is this the first time you've spent uh, an extended amount of time away from New Zealand? Yeah, so, um, well, we, we obviously were, we lived in New Zealand five years, from 2014 to 2019. We, we've been away the last four years. I mean, we, we, um, we're very lucky that we've got residency there now, so we can always come back. <laughs> Life balances, COVID, these, all these things have been in the way the last few years. And we right. could have been back, hopefully. But, but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's always a joy. To, to have we're so lucky that we've had New Zealand as our sort of second home basically and um, um to have that privilege to have sort of two homes now it's a blessing and a curse in some ways you're always missing one when you're in the other and all that stuff but yep. but um it's so lucky that we can just sort of come back to New Zealand and do all this and um um and have that set up so so yeah wonderful and the fact that it is probably what what temperature is it in in Auckland at the moment Mark it's it's what temperature is it well roughly what's the weather uh, like there it, it's kind of it's getting warmer but it's not summer like i have to say it's it's been kind of gray and cloudy and windy oh, that's quite a bit of stormy yeah, weather <laughs> i know oh, okay. i can't lie certainly just to get away from the uh the, the winter here the real highlight just yeah, to well, get some I'm, six 
Judgment. I'm sure we'll have some summer here by the time you get around to it. <laughs> I hope so. Jeez. <laughs> Now, I see you did a video for World King, which has some kind of like uh, vintage cartoon stuff and things like that. Why don't you tell me how, how that came to be? Well, I don't want to hate you, but you leave me no choice. You want to be a ruler, not the people's voice. One day black, the next day white. Just keep saying what today thinks right. Or change with the wind, look out for your own. To the masses moan Well aboard your voyage To the top chair But that ain't far to travel When you're already there World King Hey, losing faith in it That was written as after the 2019 General election here in Britain Where they had the awful Boris Got in with such a whopping great majority And it was the anger at the time That I was going through Me and many others But yeah, then that went well, um, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, bizarrely, despite all the, the tumultuous nonsense of the politics in this in this country, it, it, we're almost come through to a point. I mean, it's not any better really at the moment. Um, but I can, no. I almost can see a trick light at the end of the tunnel because because sort of Labour are polling very well now, and I think people are finally, finally being like, right, let's give the other guys a turn. Yeah. But anyway, like um. It was, yeah, World King was basically, it was very much about Boris, but it was, you know, it does sort of apply to, to that whole sort of um, uh, breed of kind of privileged, ambitious politicians that really there's such a disconnect when it comes to the real world. Yep. And yeah, so it was very much anger and written in uh, my little protest song about, about Boris and his like and his ilk. <laughs> And yeah, the video we we made um, again. I think it was still restrictions here when we made it. We made it in the house, and it was all very low budget and straightforward. But um, but the cartoon I found this wonderful sort of old nineteen thirties Humpty Dumpty sort of fun cartoon that just seemed to because um, the original fairy tale of that is quite dark and sinister, and, and this sort of animation of the of it that I found from the thirties seems to just kind of you know it's not particularly um, it's pretty obvious what I'm sort of getting at. There's not much subtext there, but you know, it's kind of it seems to fit, it seems to fit the song um, and that, that lovely kind of cartoon and things. And so yeah, we melded them together, made a wee bit, and then and yeah, we we well, we sort of like it. We we had the most ludicrous um, at the end of that video. We sort of get covered in in rain, sort of in, well in water, and we had um, our neighbours. Because um, we were all sort of locked down together, and we, we did, and our neighbours had to sort of use watering cans from the other side of the wall to like pour water on our heads right. whilst they sort of set up several kind of rudimentary iPhones and cameras at different times. But it was um, it was fun. It was a fun little process. But, yeah, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> so you, you you mentioned you're you're playing the folk festival here in Auckland, right? So it, we are. So there's, do you think there's kind so, of a, so, so, yeah. a bigger folk scene? Is the folk scene growing? Do you have any idea, any thought about it uh, as far as that goes? Well, I mean, I mean we, we've been obviously looking at it from afar. We haven't been in yeah. New Zealand for so long, but, but um, it's certainly alive and well from, from what I, you know, from just keeping in touch with pals and what you see obviously on social media and other things. I yep. mean, um, the lineup for the, the 50th is... is 
is a, a real good mix of some really good international artists. Folk, the Jellyman's Daughter is a Scottish folk band which are very big over here, which is going to be there, uh-huh. which is fab. Um, those guys, and then there's lots of other New Zealand acts like T Bone, um, which yep. is very true. They were now they're just T Bone, there's four of them, but they've had a <laughs> obviously a wonderful tour that they in the winter, yep. I think, didn't they? Back months ago, um, great sort of. The, the wonderful and um, sort of delightful kind of fiddling and singing of um, uh, uh, Richard Klein in that band and stuff and Jerry obviously, but yeah, um, and uh, Jenny Mitchell's another um, name, obviously a bit in a sort yep. of country mold, but she's just doing great guns. I love her stuff. She's yep. um, just strength to strength and and just wonderful um, to see her doing so well. Um, but yeah, there's a whole the whole raft. And but as I say, I mean, I, I probably couldn't comment more because I've been away in the, uh, in the cold Tory Britain for too long. Experience in the, the New Zealand folk scene as closely as I'd like. But yeah, but, fair yeah, enough, fair enough. Well, hopefully it'll warm up over there for you <laughs> at some point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might get above freezing tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, boy. All righty. Well, very good. Well, we're looking forward to having you back here. So. Um... It, it won't be too long, and I'm sure it'll be sunshiny. <laughs> I'm sure it will. And, uh, yeah, please, um, thanks so much for, for this. And, yeah, if anyone wants to um, buy a ticket to any of our shows to, to, to avoid us going into debt for the rest of our lives, <laughs> um, yeah, you can do it at the, the Frank. It just uh, The Frank Burkett website has all the tickets and the, the links there and stuff. But, uh, yeah, can't wait to see you all and get yep. back over there. Very good. All right. Have a good day, then. Thank you very much.